I know fear. Fear that cripples you. Fear that takes everything from you. The loss of my dream in the middle of the night ain't the issue. The warmth of the heavy air don't bother me none. Being woken to the feeling of someone's whispered words on my lips wouldn't be disturbing. If I knew whose words they was. But no. For the third night in a row, at 2.47 a.m., I'm startled awake by the feel of an icy whisper against my face. Formed words, I know, I comprehend, and yet, I can't hear clearly. It's always the same time. I can see the glint of the face of the clock on the wall. The numbers scare me. What do they mean? As soon as I open my eyes, the words and the person who dares to whisper them are gone. It's always the same. That is the fear I know. I'm left alone in the dank blackness of my room with the horror of whatever or whoever it is still there. The only sound in the whole room is the drapes being dragged along the carpets as if trying to crawl away in protest as the night air toys with them as does whoever is waking me with their whispers. Their whispers that still linger on my lips like a gloss made of frost. I can feel the words hitting me with their icy, cold breath. I can feel their face next to mine, so close as if we are one, so familiar. If I concentrate and close my eyes, I can hear the mumbles. Every word is drawn out in an exhale that brushes against me softly. Now, here, they're coming, Lorelei. It's always the same words. It hasn't happened since I was a kid. I remember the bad feelings I had then. I would lie frozen, wide awake and surrounded by the cold. I stare at the stark white ceiling and wait for my heart to stop pounding. I'm terrified it will give away the fact I'm aware of them still being there. I don't know where, I just know they are. I need the light of the lamp next to me to stop the pounding of my heart, but I can't reach my hand to turn it on. I have a fear that my outstretched hand will be met with cold fingers, which will match the temperature of the whispers that woke me. Whatever it is can't touch me in my bed. It's a juvenile thought, and yet I believe it. I always have. I sigh when the same thing happens that's happened every time the terror hits me. I have to go to the bathroom. However, instead of just reaching for the lamp beside me, I lie stiff as a board. My body is trembling as if I can't get warm again, yet I am sweating like a pig at a picnic. I don't move in the bed. I don't move at all. I wait. I listen. Sometimes, if I'm not careful, it comes back just as I think I'm safe. I take a breath and listen. My hearing is so sharp that I can hear the creak of the flagpole across the courtyard through my window. I know I wet the bed as a child, enduring a moment exactly like this one. Like I said, I know fear. Fear that grips you and holds you tighter than any other emotion. Fear that takes away every ounce of sense you thought you had. Slowly, I creep my fingers across the sheets to the resting place of Bunny, 
my white stuffed rabbit that has always been my lucky charm. I almost sigh with relief when I touch his furry leg and drag him back to me. I pull him across my throat, just as I always have. Just as Ramon's grandmama instructed me to, after she blessed him to keep away the cold whispers. She couldn't sense them in the room, but she said that don't mean they ain't there. Bunny's protection gives me the strength to reach my hand out into the abyss and feel for the light switch. I clutch his leg with my right hand and slowly move my left hand across the bed. My eyes dart around the room. My skin becomes hypersensitive to the feeling of the air around me checking for the cold breeze.